Today's podcast, uh, we talked about the possibilities of what I think are coming, what's going to happen this fall with this election, and due to the raid on Donald Trump's house, we gave you the update on all of that. Plus, we talked to um, we talked to a firearms dealer, and this is happening all over the country, where the ATF is coming in and they are taking pictures of all of the purchase information. They are making a national gun registry. Whether you like it or not, they're just doing it, not worrying about any consequences. What do we do on that? We have more information on that as well. And we talk about what the latest is going, that's, that's happening with the economy. Um, it, it's, as far as I know, he's on a big winning streak, that Joe yeah. Biden. You know, everything's going swimmingly. Yeah, so we know that, uh, you know, as he said yesterday, inflation rate is zero, which, as we explained on yesterday's podcast, is absolutely not true. Uh, but today we also went into the incredible job creation, something that I got hammered for saying a couple of uh, weeks ago. Well, I just went in and made sure that my uh, research department buttoned up absolutely everything, and I'm going to represent the evidence of the amazing job growth in America on today's podcast. On Saturday's podcast, or if you're a subscriber to The Blaze, you get it now, it is Ron DeSantis, my one-on-one with Ron DeSantis. That is Saturday for everywhere, wherever you get your podcast, uh, or you can subscribe to The Blaze and have that right now. Goldline is our sponsor, and tons of Americans still don't know that it is possible to use your retirement account to acquire precious metals. They could be saving up for retirement, but also building a protective wall against inflation and other forms of economic insanity that might pop up from time to time, you know, like now or in the 1930s, you know. It's a really big deal and something that Goldline can help you with right now. Goldline. Contact them. Tell them Glenn sent you and tell them that you were listening to the podcast and give them the promo code MYB just for calling and letting them know that you are listening to this podcast. They're going to give you a mind your business silver bar. It's uh, just a thank you for calling in. Thank you. and Let them know you're listening on the podcast. You can also request the information at their website at goldline.com, goldline.com, or 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE. Call them now, tell them you're listening to the podcast, give them the code MYB, and get a free silver bar. Here's the podcast. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck Program. Um, I just want to play a couple of a uh, couple of pieces here, um, and I don't have it on my sheet, but I was under I understood that we have the audio of uh, the Attorney General in New York. Now this is the person who's asking him questions, and the media's like, "He's a, he's saying I plead the fifth. Why would you do that unless you're guilty?" Well, first of all, that's not what the Fifth Amendment says. It's not like, if you're guilty, just say plead the fifth. It is so you aren't trapped into something, especially if you have a nasty-ass attorney general going after you. Now, why would I say she's nasty-ass? You've never really looked at her ass, have you? No, I haven't. I haven't. However... 
uh, I have listened to what comes out of her mouth. You tell me if you had a Republican saying this about even Joe Biden elect me because that the the left and the Democrats would say, oh, they're going to get a fair shake in a deposition. Listen to listen to this. What is fueling my soul right now is Trump. Will you sue him for us? Oh, we're going to definitely sue him. We're going to be a real pain in the I look forward to going into the office of Attorney General every day, suing him and then going home. He said I know my name personally. Okay, so that's who he's facing. Somebody who is in his soul. She lives to put him in jail. She's going to sue him and then go home. And the next day, sue him and go home. Donald Trump, I don't think, has ever, I don't think there's anyone in American history, and I'm seriously asking, if you think you know of somebody, let me know. I don't think there's ever been a politician or anybody in the public view that has not had any charges brought against, uh, sorry, has not found, been found guilty or had any kind of real solid evidence against him that has gone through what he has gone through. We know about the impeachments. We, we know that they have been accusing him of Russia stuff. We, you know, a perfect phone call. That wasn't a perfect phone call. I'll show you a perfect phone call. All of the stuff that you know about. Well, let me just give you the um, the lawsuits that he's currently dealing with. He's dealing with the one in New York. He has um, Gene Carroll, the defamation and federal tort claims. Uh, Carroll is suing Trump uh, for defamation after he publicly accused her of fabricating rape allegations against him. Summer Zervos, a former contestant for The Apprentice, has filed a civil suit against the former president for defamation after he claimed her allegations of his inappropriate sexual contact were were lies uh, designed to help the Clinton campaign. Okay, the Mary Trump fraud litigation. Mary Trump is suing Donald Trump for defrauding her out of millions of dollars in inheritance dispute. Really? That comes up right after he's... I mean, how long has that been going on? Mary... Panama hotel fraud in tax litigation. He has the uh, John Doe versus the Trump Corporation class action. A group of anonymous plaintiffs have filed a class action suit against the Trump family and their businesses. Uh, alleged that the Trumps use their brand to scam investors into paying for worthless business opportunities. You have the D.C. civil suit over misuse of 2017 inauguration funds. You have the Representative Karen Bass et al. incitement suit for January 6th. This is 10 members of the House represented by the NAACP that are suing Trump, Rudy Giuliani, two white right-wing militia groups for conspiring to forcibly prevent Congress from counting the Electoral College votes on January 6th. Eric Swalwell, you know, Fang Fang's thing. Uh, the incitement suit, he's suing him for, uh, along with um, Mo Brooks uh, and uh, Rudy Giuliani, Donald Trump. They're all being sued for the same thing. He's incited this. The Capitol Police, two Capitol Police officers, both on duty January 6th insurrection, sued Donald Trump for his injuries that they sustained. Um, then you have 10 
Capitol Police suits uh, from January 6th. Second group of Capitol Police officers filing suit against Donald Trump, the Proud Boys, the Oath Keepers. Then you have a third Capitol Police suit over the January 6th. Third suit. One Capitol Police officer alleging physical and emotional injuries he suffered. Then you have, of course, the Metropolitan Police suit. So he's got all these individual cops. And then the union decided, you know what, we're going to sue him, too. Then you have the NAACP's legal defense fund over the voting rights for post-election actions. Then you have the New York Attorney General's civil and criminal investigations. There's tons of that. Then you have the Scotland unexplained wealth orders lawsuit. Then you have the Trump Tower assault suit. Then Michael Cohen is uh, suing him for retaliatory imprisonment. Then you have criminal investigation into Trump's finances. Uh, let's see here. There's a whole bunch of updates on that. And then you have the DCAG incitement criminal investigation. You have the Fulton County Georgia criminal election influence investigation. You have the Westchester, New York criminal investigation of the Trump organization golf course. You have the National Archives investigation that he mishandled classified material. I don't think I have all of them. Okay. I don't think I have all of them. Um, I don't know of anyone who has ever had this kind of a coordinated attack against them. If you don't think a lot of these are funded by, you know, uh, the left and Soros and those kinds of people, you're fooling yourself. You're fooling yourself. They are doing everything they can just to get this guy to give up. This is what it means to stand against the machine. I have to tell you, I don't know what Donald Trump would do with a second term. I don't know. But I know they don't want him to have one. I know for sure he knows who they are. And I can't imagine anyone more motivated to bust this machine up than him. What is it about him that they despise? And don't tell me it's because, oh, he's just, he's rude. He's, you know, that's what, he's rude. Really? Is that it? So wait a minute, let me see. You guys are hanging out with hookers and criminals and the Chinese Communist Party, and you don't like him because he's rude? Don't think so. The rule of law is an absolute joke in America. And I want, to, I want to show you. Have you seen anyone who has come under this kind of persecution even after he leaves office? And trust me, if he would have won a second, uh, a second term, which I think he did, but I, I don't know. If he, if he won a second term, they wouldn't be doing all these lawsuits at the end of that. This is not some moral outrage. This is just to stop him. By the way, uh, I talked to some uh, sources in New York last night, and it came out uh, early this morning or late last night that his attorney was kept 10 feet away from the warrant. They flashed the warrant 
and said, here's the, here's the warrant. Let me see it. No. After. They held the warrant away, 10 feet away. She was not allowed to grab the warrant and read the warrant. That is against the law. That's against the law. Then after they left, they handed her the warrant. Now, she didn't get the attachments, and I think that is legal. You don't necessarily get the affidavits attached to it right away, but you do eventually see that. They now have that. But she wasn't allowed to see it, nor was she, his attorney, allowed to go into Mar-a-Lago. When they went in, they, they went into his bedroom, spent an enormous amount of time in Melania's uh, closet. They broke into his safe in his office. That warrant better damn well say that they can break into that safe because the law is... You can't go into somebody's house and search and just tear it all apart. You have to have a pretty good idea of where things might be located. You ask for permission for those areas and you have to know exactly what you're looking for. And if it's in a safe, you need to specifically say it's in a safe and we're having a safe cracker come in. If they didn't say in the warrant that they could crack his safe, it's the fruit of the poison tree. By the way, there was nothing in the safe. What they broke into was a safe room that he had shown the, uh, the National Archives and investigators as they were talking about, uh, you know, the, the archives that they said should be in the National Archives. He said it should be at home. We're working it out between our attorneys. They said, fine. You just have to have this in a locked room. So he made a safe room and put two locks on it at their request. That's what they broke into. This doesn't sound good for the FBI. And I think that is why Merrick Garland now is suddenly like, I didn't know about it. I had no idea. This was Christopher Ray. You didn't know about it. You should be fired by the president if your staff underneath you just says, you know what, I'm going to go into the house of a foreign, I mean, a, a former president and do a search before we issue a subpoena. That's insanity. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. comes into office she has three million dollars then by the time obama gets into office that's ballooned to 31 million dollars by the day he leaves office that's ballooned to uh 61 million dollars are you getting the trend here i mean just in eight years of she's good at this is what she's you're very good you're at very, this. she knows right. she knows the markets right and then two years later mm-hmm. two years later her 61 turns into 114 million. It's incredible. She's I mean, great. She's she a great business person. She should leave office. Yeah. 
You I know, mean, can you imagine? I mean, I would invest in a hedge fund that was doubling their money every two years. Now, here's the problem. She's just too interested in public service. Oh, you know, this is the thing. If, if she's, she's obviously so good at investing yeah. uh-huh. that if she had just leave, she would just leave her post. Yeah. Uh, as Speaker of the House, she could make trillions of dollars. Wow. But she's she's sacrificing and staying in uh-huh. there despite the fact she's able to uh-huh. double her money every uh-huh. couple of years. It's incredible. Now, she did it again with that $5 million in computer ship, uh, chips before Congress voted on their semiconductor bill. I don't even know why I put that last part of the sentence in because it's completely unrelated because she's so good at picking stocks. She was uh, able to predict this legislation yeah, that yeah. Uh, that affected this industry in a major uh, way. That's, uh-huh. I mean, if you were an investor, mm-hmm. that would be an incredible skill. Now, um, here is Nancy Pelosi because you you say to yourself, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why did Nancy Pelosi go against the Pentagon go against the president. What is the driving force uh, behind Nancy Pelosi's just great desire to go to Taiwan? Well, she said, here it is. Listen. When I was a little girl, Mm -hmm. I was told at the beach, if I dug a hole deep enough, we would reach China. So we've always felt a connection there. What? You don't. What the? What is she? What is your connection to Taiwan? Why do you find it so? Why do you have such a deep connection that you had to go to Taiwan? Because she was at the beach at as the a beach kid. as a little girl, and she was told if I could dig my way all the way, uh, if I dig for long enough, I will go to China. And I've always had that connection. Mm-hmm. 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 Now, if you question that, you're such a cynic, such a cynic. Uh, it has. It, what are you going to say? It had something to do with the stock trading of the companies that make computer chips, you know, because Taiwan is the largest source for computer chips. <laughs> Nancy, sure, she was working on the semiconductor bill when they bought all of that. And it has nothing to do with the largest semiconductor manufacturer, TSMC, being in Taiwan. I mean, she went there to show support, American support for the country and the people of Taiwan. She didn't take her time out to meet with TSMC officials. She wouldn't be anywhere near Taiwanese uh, semiconductor manufacturers, right? Oh, oh, gosh. Oh, just up on the screen. It just came up. Wow, what a horrible, uh, that's bad timing. Washington Post, Pelosi to meet with Taiwan's biggest semiconductor manufacturer, TSMC. Well, I mean, stop being such a cynic. Okay? So she had a sit-down, you know, one-on-one, mano a mano, you know. Maybe with her son, I don't know. Uh, you know, they, they met with a TSMC boss. But, but she doesn't own any TMS, TSMC stock. She doesn't. So she's not. Well, okay. She does have, quote, a significant stake in the asset management firm, which is Alice, um, Alliance Bernstein. Uh, Alliance owns 1.46 million shares of TSMC. But she's only making money if Alliance makes money, not if TM, uh, TSMC makes money. I mean, she doesn't care if they make money or don't make money. She's only got 1.46 million shares in the company 
that is the asset management firm. So, I mean, you know, it's like I, I don't have any Tesla stock. I only make money when Elon Musk makes money. What? Why would I? I don't have a single share in Tesla. Okay, what's wrong with you? This is what is happening in our government. And uh, Mitch McConnell is not free of connections in China. These are the people that are in charge. This is why they don't retire. This is why they don't go away. This is why their families, their sons, go on trips with them. No, he was just being there as an escort for mommy. That's it. We cuddled. We colored on the plane, you know, and I'm sorry. We didn't colored. We, 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 is that word okay to say? I think they read Sky Mall magazine quite a bit. There was a lot of orders from Sky Mall. They got those pillows that cover your whole face. Uh, (laughs) Wait a minute. The pillow that covers your face? Oh, is that the one that he was holding down over mom's face? No, that's a different pillow. Okay, so anyway, um, he went and he met with people. He went separately on his own business deals. What is his business? Who is he meeting with? That's exactly like Hunter without the cocaine, the crack, or the hookers. And I can't say that he didn't have cocaine, crack, or hookers. I just know that he met with business people. This is what they do. And no one is even willing. That'll be the last question. That'll be the last question to Nancy Pelosi on this. Oh, she said no. Uh Uh-uh, he wasn't doing anything. Okay. All right. S.E. Cup said yesterday on CNN that this is ridiculous. Do we have that cut by any chance? This is just ridiculous. I mean, there's no way. There's no way that uh, the people actually even care about this um, raid. They don't think that this is a bad thing. No, S.E., in your little group of friends now in Manhattan... At the CNN headquarters, you may not think it's a bad thing, but I guarantee you if exactly the same conditions were reversed and Donald Trump had done that to Hillary Clinton, if he would have followed through with his locker up, where there was evidence there and clear laws broken, you would have gone out of your mind and all of your friends would have gone out of your mind. This is not about, hey, Donald Trump is the prince of peace. No. If he did something illegal, then you bust him. You certainly don't bust him over a bunch of papers that he's already talking to the National Archives over. You don't do that. Barack Obama walked out with 31 million pieces of paper. And he put them in a in a furniture, an old furniture war warehouse in Chicago. That doesn't seem too safe now, does it? Thirty one million pages. You didn't see him arrested, did you? Or you didn't see him under scrutiny where they break down the doors without a subpoena. This is going to backfire on them, but it is also going to backfire 
on the Republicans. Mitch McConnell right now is like, we're just, we're going we all we have to say is that we're we're not the Democrats. Uh, look, look how bad the Democrats are, and uh, and people will elect us. Welcome to Orrin Hatch 2.0. Orrin Hatch said to Stu and I, do you remember this meeting? Mm-hmm. We had a meeting with Orrin Hatch 2008, 2009, uh, and Jason Chaffetz was just uh, starting to gain steam. And he's like, oh, Jason Chaffetz, nobody really knows who he is. And, uh, no, he, it, it, Orrin, he, the world is changing now. And he said, well, all I have to do is just... Uh, uh, just uh, bring up a flag-burning amendment. Oh, that riles up the base. And Stu and I looked at him and went, are, are, you, are you serious? Oh, I've done it a million times. Uh, riles up the base, gets them to the polls. Okay, all right. Uh, Orrin Hatch didn't get it. We're not living in 2010. The Republicans have one chance One last chance. I'm going to give you the what I think are the three possible scenarios that are right around the corner. And you tell me if they're not all plausible. I don't know which one is more likely, but it's going to be one of these three or four things that happen in the next few months. I'll give that to you coming up. Also, the lies, the fraud of the Biden-Harris administration on trying to hide the economic truth from you. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck Program. All right, we have... uh, um, we have a, a guy who I think is very, very brave. He is the owner of Black Metal Firearms, LLC. Um, his name is David Nagel. Welcome, David. How are you? I'm excited to be on. <laughs> you, uh, I bet before you posted uh, that video, uh, it, it, it uh, probably was very difficult and you probably had a little prayer or a lot of thought on it on whether or not that was the best thing to do. Am I right? Well, to be honest, the video sat in my phone since January. Um, and for the longest time, it was just kind of a game of keep your head down and hope that they leave you alone. But as uh, we started hearing more and more news coming down through the industry, it became pretty well apparent that uh, keeping our head down was not going to help us because uh, unfortunately, everyone prior to us also kept their head down and ended up losing their licenses anyway. So at a certain point, um, honestly, it was because we had an irate customer that was upset about the coming rulings that the ATF is putting out regarding some of the stuff that we sell. And, you know, he was showing a rather irate level of concern for uh, the legal troubles that he could face. And after listening to him blow up at myself and my wife over something that we have no control over, I kind of felt it was necessary to let everyone know, like, this is what we're actually dealing with on our end. And uh, it was, 
it kind of a spur of the moment, like, you know what, here's, here's what's really going on. And we posted the video. I didn't expect it was going to get nearly as much traction as it did. I was hoping it would get something, but, um, as, as you've known to this point, uh, yeah, we did reach out to a lot of different entities prior to this, um, up to and including discussing with uh, the state attorney general. Who is your state um, attorney general? What state are you in? Arizona. And your state attorney general didn't help you? So it was kind of a, it was kind of a, an indirect meeting uh, where we voiced our concerns through another FFL that was meeting with him. And the, the impression that we got was, sorry, it's a federal thing. I can't help you. Now, to, be, to, to, to be direct, what was discussed at that point was more about saving our license rather than um, the content of the video. So the content of the video was something that we had sat on for a while because, honestly, it's really difficult to say, yes, this is not okay when you have a federal agent sitting in front of you and we did in fact confront her about it when she was uh, taking pictures of our records and we asked her, you know, Hey, it looks like you're creating a registry. And she said, no, that would be illegal. Mm-hmm. So we did what we felt was the best thing we could do, which was record. Um, we have quite a bit of recording. A lot of it we were not able to share because there is personal information visible in it. Um, you know, contact numbers, things of that sort. So we didn't want to, put people on blast like that but when you said because if i'm not mistaken you said to her look um you know a lot of people will have a problem with this because it looks like you're doing a registry and uh you're taking all of this information and didn't she say something about your customers uh she said quite a few things about our customers but uh to to get to what you're referring to um we said hey you know our customers think this looks a little little off. And she said, well, it sounds like your customers are just being paranoid. Maybe I should look into them a little bit more, which I thought was really creepy. That's a threat. Um, That's a threat. It it is. Um, And um, I mean, I have, I have a customer who is uh, of Iranian birth. Uh, He's been living in the United States for decades uh, and his name came up because he's purchased firearms from us several times. You know, she was on his list of interesting people. Um, you know, and at one point, you know, she, when she was discussing with us about our interesting people, she goes, and you have a few gun nuts in here. And, you know, I politely correct us. We prefer the term gun enthusiast. She goes, no, they're nuts. And I I felt that was kind of a, a backhanded way of describing the average American, you know, because if, if we're all nuts, then what are, what are you governing us? Right. And what rights do we have in your mind to be able to have these guns? If, if I'm a gun collector, which I am, if I'm a gun collector and I have more guns than somebody in New York City, does that make me nuts to them? I think so. But I'm a collector of them and others who might collect something else or might be really interested in something else, they might have, you know, you know, a thousand Pez dispensers. I might think that's mm-hmm. nuts, but that's their passion. And that's Indeed. what we live with in America. People with different passions. And we're certainly passionate about what we do. Um, a lot of our customers are. I mean, I would say that we have some customers that are 
rather enthusiastic about supporting us, and we're very happy to see the amount of support that we've gotten. Um, I mean, it, it has definitely come with its drawbacks because a lot of people think that it is something that we did wrong, that we are not trustworthy as a business, that we allowed this to occur. Um, but if you were to swap into any of the FFL forums where this has been discussed, uh, it's extremely prevalent to the point where almost every dealer that I've spoken to uh, in the forums thinks that I'm out of line for even suggesting that this is wrong because it happens everywhere. And I think now, but newly happens or is this something that's been going on for 20 years? Uh, well, I've only been in business for about eight okay. and to to that end i've never seen anything like this um we've been audited three prior times to sure. that and you know audit in, is in different first- than audit is different if i'm not mistaken the the atf has a right to come in and should audit you if there's any discrepancies you work on those discrepancies but they don't have a right to your customer list and to see, unless it's part of the discrepancy, correct? That is my understanding, yes. Okay. Uh, and so, go ahead. Well, the, according to their handbook, yeah, they're not supposed to make copies of records and something of the sort unless it is per- particularly pertinent to their investigation, which, you know, that would usually be a particular person or a clerical error in question. But. I mean, uh, based on our closeout of our audit, I didn't have 4,000 entry errors to cover all of the pages that she covered. So I'm curious what exactly her her rationale was for copying everything, because it clearly wasn't part of my audit. Okay. Do you have an attorney? I actually have one for our trying to help us retain our license. I have another one that we're starting to work with more for the side of helping our customers because of the breach of privacy. Um, you started a GoFundMe. Um, it's uh, just GoFundMe, help black mm-hmm. metal firearms. Um, and you can do your own homework. You can follow them and see the Facebook page where they posted this. This woman uh, clearly is not a fan of firearms or people that carry or want to use firearms. Um, and she, you have her on tape taking photos of all of the records, which is illegal. Um, I, I'm going to reach out to your um, your um, attorney general. Who's your attorney general? I don't know them. The attorney general is Mark Burnovich. And Republican Democrat. He is a Republican. Yeah, I'm, he was like actually to. just running for Senate. He uh, didn't make the uh, the primary, but um, huh. he's so I, I I don't know what his rationale was for everything that's gone on to this point. Now, again, the 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 scope of what we're trying to do has changed since we indirectly reached out to him, um, and I have been told by several other people that are law enforcement in the area, both federal and state that um, his jurisdiction on this matter may actually be revived because uh, since she was using an iPhone for this particular action, if her data was saved to an iCloud storage of some sort, that counts as digital transmission of personal information that does not belong to her, which is by itself a state felony. So (laughs) it is something that I think we should probably explore, but 
I mean, well, to be I'm, kind of honest, I don't really know if I have much hope for the outcome on that. But well, we have to have we have to start demanding it from our attorney generals. And you did the right thing, um, and you keep being loud uh, and calm and uh, do everything <laughs> exactly right. But I, I personally, I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to have our, our producers look into this a little more. Maybe we'll give an update here tomorrow or the next day. Um, but uh, 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 there's got to be a class action suit. I mean, this is against the, the law. Plan. Yeah, there has that to be a class action. Because we have, we have a lot of customers that were involved in this. Um, we have been handing out uh, pages that uh, basically have the instructions to file a formal complaint. Uh, against uh, at the ATF's website, particularly naming this event. Um, so pretty much every customer we've had for the last few years, I mean, technically going all the way back to the beginning from 2014, um, a lot of them are friends of mine from Facebook because they were our garage days, and a lot of them are uh, people that have been in and out of our store for the last several years. So we've been trying to let everyone know so that they do get documented as complaining and filing a formal complaint, making sure they get the complaint number. Um, so that way there is some sort of traceable proof because you know, we don't want uh, documents to go missing. Um, so, all right. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm we're going to check back in with you, uh, David. Uh, David is the owner of Black Metal Firearms. If you'd like to help them with their fight to keep their license and also uh, for attorney help, you can go to GoFundMe, help Black Metal Firearms, Black, help Black Metal Firearms. Um, thank you, David. We'll be, we'll be in touch again. Let us know if there's any update in between, will you? Thank you, Glenn. I will. You bet. Thank you. Na, 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 na.